If you've ever questioned anything in your entire life, then you're listening to the right podcast. Because I'm Hope Drafo, and this is Hope Knows Things, the only podcast on planet Earth that can answer every possible question the planet holds with complete confidence and clarity. The Star 1818 asks, What have you ever done to piss off neighbor? Um, well, last week, I went down my neighbor's chimney. Uh, They weren't happy. I mean, what else are you supposed to do? It was intense hide-and-seek. And I had to go somewhere, and I said, Hey, look at that big brick thing on top of that house. It looks like there's a hole in there. So I got up on the roof, and I went straight down the chimney. You know, I was wrapped up in the adrenaline of the game of hide-and-seek, and I forgot that chimneys go all the way down, and then there's that grate thing. You know? Not like, it's not great. It really wasn't great because I broke it. Spoiler alert. Um, maybe that's what they were unhappy about because everything else was fine. I mean, no one cleans chimneys for free, so they should have been pretty happy. But I do get that, you know, but I did replace it, so everything's fine. We're friends now. User Chinchilla Clark asks, What is a gift people keep getting you because they think you're into it, but really you just have a lot of that thing because people keep gifting it to you? Socks? Everyone thinks I'm into socks. I just have a lot of socks. Like seven pairs of socks is enough socks. Did I say seven pairs of socks? Seven socks. I don't need socks on both feet, just on one. I mean, it has occurred to me before that maybe the reason people keep getting me socks is because they don't think I have a lot of socks. And they say, Hope, where the F are all your socks? Like, I got you a bunch of socks last year. Where'd they go? And I'm like, where did you go? My socks haven't gone anywhere. I do step in a lot of puddles. That's why I wear one sock. Because if you wear one sock, you have 50% less of a chance of stepping in a puddle and getting your socks wet. I also really like hanging out around... Quicksand just kind of gets the adrenaline going. So quicksand likes socks. I always wear, I always make sure I wear like a couple pairs of socks because, you know, worst case scenario, it'll eat your socks instead of you. Actually, that's a good tip. Some people say that you should like lay flat and like make yourself big and wide like a boat on quicksand. But I would say just prepare and just wear socks. Lots and lots of socks. They really like socks. I mean, like, they really, really are into it. That's what they should be giving the socks to. The quicksand. User Gaming with Brendan asks, What is the best comeback to stop overreacting? You tell them to stop underreacting. And then overreact even more. Start pulling your hair out, 
running around like a chicken with his head cut off, just screeching, hollering. And every time they tell you to stop overreacting and calm down, you stop for one second and you look at them real serious and you say, stop underreacting. And then keep running around. User, totally not suspicious, asks, What's the dumbest way you've ever hurt yourself? I hurt myself playing skee-ball. No, I don't think this injury is dumb, but I've been told by others that it was dumb and that it would be hard to hurt yourself playing skee-ball. But I don't see why. I mean, it seems dangerous to me. It was. I mean, in that sense, it was very dumb. But people play the sport. But it definitely didn't go well for me. Because I had my hockey sticks, both of them, and I had my skis on, and I was going down the hill, and I had my ball, and I was keeping the ball with me as I went down the hill. Very difficult, by the way. Very difficult. I'm really amazed by people who both do this safely and well. And, you know, turns out ski poles are really important. Um, I fell. I fell on the ball. Actually, I hit my head on it, so that made it even worse. Then the ball got away from me, and it rolled down the hill, and I yelled at the people that were in front of me, but unfortunately the ball rolled right in front of them, and it caused a pile up on the ski hill. So probably the dumbest way I've hurt myself, and I've hurt other people. But again, I only think it's dumb because other people told me that I shouldn't have hurt myself doing that. I mean, have they ever played ski ball? Like, I think the sport is dumb. Of course you're going to hurt yourself. User Unholy Hair Hole asks, When a child traps you in the question, why? How do you break the cycle? The first step to breaking the cycle is accepting the cycle. You must accept your fate. Your fate is to answer to this child until they stop asking. How long does that take, you say? Well, if you just keep giving them answers for things, eventually they'll just get tired and fall asleep. One time I did have an instance where I went back and forth with a child. They asked why. I told them the answers until they actually fell asleep. And it took a couple hours, but it worked. And then you creep away slowly. User Fry's Eighth Leaf asks, What happens on a molecular level when meat is cooked? Well, like anyone, when you're being burned, you do not respond calmly. So as you're cooking the meat, the molecules start heating up. First, they start sweating. And because they don't have a way of seeing that, you know, an outside force is responsible for causing them to sweat and to overheat and to just feel really bad, they turn against each other. And so, you know, many different things can happen at this point. Sometimes, ironically, they have a food fight, and that's when you get a really good steak. Because I hate to admit it to you, but you're not going to be able to avoid this molecular unrest. But you can 
cross your fingers and hope that they have a food fight because it'll bring out all of the flavors. Now, if they happen to be particularly docile, friendly molecules, they just kind of sweat. And that's how you get dry meat because, you know, you think it's wet and you think it's wet and you think it's wet. And that's because they're sweating. But then eventually they just stop sweating, you know? And it's always the moment that you stop watching for a second that they stop sweating. And then you get a dry piece of meat. Sometimes molecules go full-on fist fight, and that's not pretty. The way we see it is when you, know, you put your meat in the oven or something like that, put it on the grill, and then you take the lid off the grill, you take it out of the oven, and it's just falling apart, and you're like, how? You know, it's supposed to be good when meat falls off the bone or whatever, but this is really falling off the bone? Yep, that's a fist fight. They're tearing each other apart in there. Tearing each other apart. Well, folks, that's it for this episode. And as always, all claims are 99% subjectively accurate the duration of this episode. 